Ladies, gentlemen, those of you that know better, welcome to another wonderful episode of Hot Singles. I am your co-host, Buchanan, and with me today is Regs. Hello. And our guest, my brother, Declan the Jetta Liker. What's the story? Uh, the story is, uh, as usual, we have three albums. Uh, we're going to talk about them a little. Damn, is that how um, it works? Today, <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. Um, news to me, god damn. Yeah, some, some chump told me to, like, guest on this show permanently, and I was like, okay, do I get any money? And they didn't answer me. Um, <laughs> today, I uh, speaking of uh, not getting any money, um, I have brought Gorillaz's um, most ambitious landmark work, uh, Phase 3, Escape to Plastic Beach. Regs, what did you bring? I brought the album Hey What by Low. Mm-hmm. And Declan, what did you bring? I brought uh, the third and probably the most popular album uh, by Radiohead, OK Computer. Which I... Again, I've I've I I I've told you this like every like every day in between me and Regs's last recording. That's such a fucking Chad move. I think you can put <laughs> up with it. I, I am I'm told dude, I am so game. I like it's fine. It's I just I just like the like when I asked you, you were like, Oh, I don't know, like, okay, computer. And I was like, Oh, why? And you were like, I like it. It's a good album. Yep. Which those are those are very very true facts. Yep, that's my story. Did uh did we want to just uh roll right into it with some PB action? I think we should. Night after night, 
Okay, cool. Uh, so, Plastic Beach, uh, third studio album by uh, the virtual band Gorillaz. Uh, 2010, start of the decade. Uh, <laughs> there's a, I got a lot to talk about on this record. It's I, I feel like everybody, I feel like most everybody who's, uh, who's listening to this is either an active or hilariously lapsed Gorillaz fan. <laughs> um, yeah. That's a that's a strong accusation. <laughs> it's I it's I like it's I don't know it's <laughs> it's uh, here's the thing. Um, me me and Declan me and Declan got into Gorillaz at a young age because it's a bunch of cool cartoons doing the music. Um, yeah, that's yeah. that's understandable. Um, and it's uh as Gorillaz slowly went on more and more that that became less of the focus of Gorillaz like at all uh mm -hmm. they they were still they were still writing insane stories for the characters to get into but it's very clear damon like was not um D damon likes the gorillas like the virtual band concept as so in so far much as like an attack on celebrity culture uh lots of the really early marketing for demon days uh reject like false icons the reject the, uh, false the idols Zuzu and all that yeah yeah people went he went fucking crazy uh, for that. Lots of, lots of like, lots of very like moody, um, like, d like, uh, like, I'm going to be honest, like sultry, like satanic imagery, like lots of Ooh. dark colors. Yeah. Um, but we're not here to talk about demon days. We're here to talk about, uh, Damon, Damon Albarn and Jamie Hewlett basically selling their whole souls to Parlophone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, it's as with every Gorillaz album, uh, uh, Damon and Jamie break up after it's recording. They're like, he's a fucking dickhead. I'm not going to work with him again. I am not uh, fucking with his broke ass. <laughs> I am not fucking with his broke ass ever again. Uh, uh, after a couple years of that, of that, they begin working on a new Gorillaz project tentatively called Carousel. And this is, this is still a name that gets like floated around in, uh, like in like, upcoming gorillas projects. I remember humans was also supposed to be called carousel and shit like that. Um, and, uh, like it's again, like Damon during all of this gives like stupid fucking, like it's, uh, well, you know, I'm doing the next gorillas thing, but I'm not going to call it gorillas. Oh, it's oh, when, when he doesn't understand that he is like a horde of like 9 million, like autistic kids, like me and Declan <laughs> begging to know what the fuck happened. It's uh, so the two halves of gorillas are, are the ones the fans care about and the ones Damon cares about. Yeah. Um, there has always been this disconnect. It has never gone away. It will never go away. No matter how much we accept <laughs> or lean into one side. Yeah. So what characterizes those two sides? Is it like music nerds who like, like nerdy, nerdy, cool, uh, like played hip hop and then like the, the, the visual culture storytelling bit. Is that like, I, I, I think that's literally it. I think it's, um, I don't know. It's like you, you play enough Sonic the Hedgehog and you see these fucking cartoons also doing cool songs and you're like, oh, wow, I can like music too. Um, 
At least that that's what it was for me. Um, and uh, it's I don't want to say it's not that like Damon ca- like Damon does or doesn't care. It's Damon barely writes them. I think it's I like think, their I think it's their like set like their their session drummer I that think, writes like everything for Gorillas. Sorry, Declan, you go I, ahead. I think at a at one point or another, I, I imagine uh, Damon and uh, Julie like they uh they started to uh, notice at some point that after they were done the album, they had all this weird shit with cartoon characters to do that was really expensive and took a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's uh, something to note. Um, making cartoons costs money. Yeah. Yep. Um, like, more than an album, I'm going to be honest. Uh, <laughs> certainly more uh, than, I think, a singular budget for a rollout allows. And this is something that they tested on Demon Days. They did ARGs. They updated the Gorillas Walk Around Flash website every couple of days with, like, story updates. Um, and, uh, I think, I think the label started to get pretty pissed with them at this point, because it's, um... They, like they they were obviously like going over budget, but you know, plastic. It's feel good ink is literally like the biggest hit of the mid aughts. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, that or can't get you out of my head. <laughs> That's very true. It's those two on like the fucking Anakin. How, how, come, how come they never? How come they never fucking work together? Kylie Minogue's British, right? Australian? No, not French. Australian. It's a Brit- what? Wait, wait, no. no. What? Is it she French? No, she's extremely Australian. What the hell? Kylie's huh. like in. She, I think, starred in a film about Australia. Um, yeah, she Street is, Fighter. <laughs> uh, like collab with Nick Cave. Like she is the Australian. She was in Neighbors. She was fucking. Wow, I always like thought she was French, and that's n- the justification I had for her never working with gorillas. Because like, if you get a British and a French person in one room, it's. Again, Anakin and Obi Wan on the Battle of the Star, fucking yeah, lava man. planet. Uh, um, anyways, uh, <laughs> it's... <laughs> just sort of taking the proverbial candy stick cane and dragging Declan back yeah. into line there. Any, anyways, they they do a fucking anyways. Uh, like gorillas go silent. Damon writes like a jillion songs for this thing called Carousel that basically never happens. Ugh. Um. And uh, it's Damon's always had like a sort of environmental bent, um, like to his stuff. Um, he he sort of got on like the British John Stewart train much earlier than uh, other British contemporaries of his time. Quick uh, um, contextless send up to Radiohead here. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Um, but uh, it's so he's uh, particularly like the ocean pollution was uh was one thing that that was really on his mind. He would just go around like the fucking beaches like searching for plastic more than the more than like the beach basically. Um and uh <laughs> it's a uh, Jamie Hewlett citing I'm so fucking bored of drawing those characters, but we had a moment where we had a new angle on it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um and would would you like me to talk about the sonics of this record as they relate to it or do you want me to keep going into the actual like story of the gorillas at plastic beach i think i was gonna say do story because like this is the thing that makes them so distinct yeah that makes them so compelling and again like i feel like if we and not that me as the authority is uh, like the authority that i'm afforded as a special guest like if i tell you to do one or the other I know that, like, as your brother, it will, like, be just be killing you the whole time. So, like, it's don't true. limit yourself on this. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Just go. So uh, after after the events of Demon Days, it's uh, chronologically that's the Feel Good Inc. video, then the El Mignano video, which ends with the guitarist Noodle supposedly dying in the uh, like in a crash. You remember the windmill that Noodle's on in the Feel Good Inc. video, right? I Rex? do. Anyway, so the 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 helicopters that chase it at the end—that's a whole music video, um, and it's it it shoots the the windmill down, and we don't know where Noodle went. Um, in between, uh, like it's Murdoch, Murdoch Nichols, the green bait, like the, the, the green skinned bassist who started the band is like largely like this ego maniacal. Um, he's this, a uh, very, like, uh, it's seven, Axel, uh, he's this Axel British, Rose. like new Hollywood, like British invasion. Just yeah. a, just a creep. <laughs> he's like a total fucking scuzzball. He slept with every girl on every coast. Um, <laughs> As you so, should, if and, you're an incredible bassist, like any, uh, um. Anyway, so the the band the band fractures in all these sort of ways. I forget I forget where two D the singer goes. Um, but uh, Russell gets the the ghosts um uh out of his head from the Clint Eastwood video. Like they're they're all gone now. Mm-hmm. So it's he he doesn't know what he's doing. He's he's lost. Um, and uh, Murdoch Murdoch has run out of money. And he realizes that he needs to he needs to get the gang back together. For, <laughs> he needs uh, a number one mamma jam to uh, <laughs> to, uh, to, to 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 top the charts. Insane lifestyle. Um. So it's a uh, he he goes to the most secluded place on the planet, so that like grim reapers and like paranatural forces and stuff that he's made shitty deals with won't catch up to him. And that's Point Nemo, Plastic Beach, the Great Pacific American Garbage Patch. Um, he paints all of it pink. Uh, he builds this beautiful, like playboy loft on the top, um, and start slowly starts like trying to capture or draw, um, uh, like the members in, for instance, uh, he, uh, he makes a couple deals with the literal boogeyman, um, that go wrong. Um, uh, he tries to capture 2d, like gas him, stuffs him in a suitcase and then 2d wakes up on plastic beach. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, Russell, Russell goes swimming. Like it's, he just jumps off a dock and then he just starts swimming to plastic beach. I forget why that is. Uh, another thing of note, it's, uh, my, my details are going to get fuzzy at specific beats. It's because, uh, nobody, but like me back then cared. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it like it's lost to you now. <laughs> yes. It's, it's just stuff that like, I'm sure if like you asked them now, like Damon and like the session drummer now, they would just have like a completely different answer. Uh, <laughs> just like Mur- something hiding Ru- in the midst of time. Yeah. It's like, right. Uh, Murdoch captured 2d because of Trump. Right. And so on. <laughs> um, so anyways, it's, well, no, uh, we're, we're fucking going to get there. I swear there was a, there's a loop back here. So, um, uh, so that's that's basically four animated shorts. Uh, like it's all of the all of the band members are basically slowly making their way back to well, Plastic hold on, Beach. Uh, also, yeah, sorry, uh, Noodle is alive, which we did not know. Um, oh, fuck, I'm I'm doing this all out of order. My bad. Anyways, so Mur- Murdoch definitely thinks Noodle is dead, and it might be because of some shit that he himself instigated. So he builds a cyborg Noodle to play guitar on the record. Yeah, doesn't go try to fix the issue. He just makes a robot. Cool. Um, uh, he gasses 2D, kicks him over, and Russell just seems to be independently making his way over. Um, so... <laughs> 
This is where the, this is where the point and click adventure game on the Gorillas website, powered by Internet Explorer Nine, comes in. Oh my dear fucking! I was literally about to ask, like, how are they telling this story? And then there we fucking go. Yeah. So it's so to begin with, we have four we have four uh, anime fully animated like blocked colored storyboarded videos on YouTube, and now we have a multi phase point and click adventure game yeah. that is going to change in accordance with the music videos. Yeah. Cool. Um, Can I ask? Yes. Is this before or after Homestuck? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, That's the you, right question. Um, this this came out March 2010, so it's both of these things were on the cusp of like young young teenagers realizing that 40 year old men trying to write to them is extremely exhausting. Yeah, yeah. It's on the hinge. Um, it's on the hinge point. Anyway, so it's we go to the we go to the on melancholy hill video. Murdoch is now flying in uh, all of the real-life collaborators on Plastic Beach because 2D doesn't want to sing because he stuffed him, like, under underwater in the basement suite. And he's he's put a whale next to, like, the... He the, paid the a whale, like, 25 window. bucks to guard it and terrorize 2D because 2D's terrified of whales. Cool. Cool. Um, Feels like a mean thing to do to your friend, but, you know... You know. Oh, but they're, they're not, not friends. friends. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I buried the lead. Murdoch like basically abuses and hits two two uh, D anytime that they're like on camera. Okay, fair. There we go. Um, not a friend then. Nope. <laughs> um, not the least. Uh. So, anyways, it's he's flying all these these fellas in, and uh, the boogeyman has made his way to Plastic Beach here to finally hunt down Murdoch. Um, and uh, you know, get his fucking end of the bargain sorted. Uh, whatever the hell Murdoch did. Um, and fuck, I keep doing this out of order. Shit. Uh, we find out Noodles Alive is the headline of that video, basically. Uh, yeah. And Russell, who has just been eating like a radiated coral reef while swimming, uh, has grown to the size of like a big building, like a very big building. Yeah. Um, Dude, so anyways. Uh, so they're, they're on their way to Plastic Beach while that's happening. Um, the, the point and click adventure game updates with some shit, um, that it's basically, you can like go down to like Murdoch's secret lair and he, you get to ask him a bunch of questions and he's like, I don't sodding no. He's like, fix this before I talk to you. And it takes like 20 fucking minutes to do anything in it. Cause it's internet Explorer nine and it's a <laughs> British puzzle game. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the British puzzle games are way worse than the American puzzle games. Like, yeah, because it's, it's, it's anytime it's cause like Sierra games, they're like, it's, uh, if you fucking like, uh, don't, if you have an item that doesn't work with something, the character goes, I don't really want to do that. But British games, they'll fucking make like a three minute cutscene just to piss you off. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get a game over. But anyway, I digress. This is actually how they made the show Top Gear. <laughs> Um, oh, we should have started this episode off with a fucking Top Gear. Uh, I'm joke? not regretting it. <laughs> no. I'm not regretting it. Very I'll nice. I'll me, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyways, all that basically fucking happens. Uh, the, the fucking... Sorry, the, uh, um, I just... That's a good recap. All of that just basically fucking happens. Yeah. I like um, that. There's a good structure there. <laughs> Uh, it's the <laughs> Parlophone is slowly getting like more and more pissed that this is like taking so much money. Yeah. Like, uh, the music video for Stylo is like full CG. Bruce Willis is in it. 
Yeah, no, I've, is, um, I've literally just been scrolling through the, the videos as I've been finding yeah. them. And like, yeah, Stylo looks bizarre and also slightly incredible. Like, go yeah, sty- Stylo, Stylo, still... Stylo looks like PS6 graphics still. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It still um, looks pretty fucking good. And it was so expensive. And at this point, like, uh, it is very clear to a Parlophone that, like, the novelty band ass, like, the vert, sorry my words are jumbled the virtual band aspect of it like the novelty there is just kind of worn off mm-hmm. and not returning a profit yeah is the is That's the headline the bit, flying yeah. in all these guest stars and i yeah and i think here is a good point to say like they literally just like pulled the plug on the remaining uh story beats for phase three and there's there, there's a lot of stuff that that I could talk about there, uh, but basically they released the Rhinestone Eyes music video as an animatic to basically conclude the entirety of the plast- Escape from Plastic Beach saga and Phase Three um, in general. Yeah, um, yeah, it's basically none of it really matters. It doesn't. It's it has basically nothing to do with the uh, the actual theming or sonics of the record itself. Um, it was written and directed by the seat of its pants completely. And it was awesome. It was so fucking cool as a kid. Yeah. Um, can we, let's, let's talk about, uh, let's, let's actually talk about the album now. Um, it sounds like somebody's playing a Korg upside down. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. Uh, God, fucking! It's there. It's a real who's who of this, yeah. of this goddamn record. <laughs> it's like it's this, this, this before, before this fucking, uh, before this record has even a single Damon Albarn lyric. We have, <laughs> we have a we we start off with the intro track, which is a beautiful string section by Sinfonia Viva. Yep. Um, and then the hypnotic brass ensemble. An eight-piece Chicago-based uh, fucking brass unit, and then Snoop Dogg, the Dog Father, he fucking shows up on this record. I also I love how much Snoop Dogg and Damon like love each other. Like they yeah. just love hanging out. That that makes me so happy. Um. Anyways, it's Snoop delivers a awesome fucking it's intro verse on this. It is. It's, this was yeah. This is the sort of thing where like. Okay, so there is the viral tweet, right? Which is, you probably know it better than I do, but it's like, oh, I'm the plastic fairy. I'm, on, <laughs> I'm having a oh, lovely time. Oh, silly Steve. Yeah, oh, silly Steve, where, where did you, you go? <laughs> <laughs> and then like some hard as nails rappers come. Okay, Snoop Dogg isn't here to, he's here to do an intro verse. He's not here to like. Yes. No, d- it's, uh, I, I will say it's a lot of the, uh, like a lot of the rapper it's everything on plastic beach feels very tied together tonally. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, D- D- Demon days is definitely where the, Oh, twisted Steve or you go? Yeah. Where have you been? <laughs> shows up because it's like, <laughs> D- it's Damon like three D- songs. You could like describe <laughs> that too. And one they, make Dennis, they, they make like Dennis, Dennis Hopper. Do Dennis that. That we were just saying. <laughs> uh, um, Jinx, you owe me a Coke. But I, I mean, this is the thing. I feel like they somehow managed to make like Della Soul and Snoop Dogg and also like Bobby Warmack do yep. Oh yes. Silly Steve, Where Have You Gone? That's like yeah, that's, an that's, incredible that's, achievement to me. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's uh, it's, it's the most consistent flimsy Steve content. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's uh, it's not to say that like uh, like Bobby Womack especially um, like 
going like fucking crazy in the booth. Uh, like, uh, it's there's so many stories about the recording of Plastic Beach trickle out. It's it is a miracle that this record got made, and it's a miracle that this record got made in like, and as, as how like at how fast it came. Yeah. Like like uh, sweepstakes, uh, which is one of my favorite songs on the record. Yeah. Uh, was done in one take, and most def was like, "Oh, that was so fucking awesome! I felt so happy about doing that." Mm. Um, and fucking Mick Jones and Paul Simonon, Paul Cinnamon, uh, the Clash, fifty percent of the Clash. <laughs> um, fucking, they finished, they finished their fucking portion of like Plastic Beach in under a day. Um, so, but Bobby Womack, Bobby, Bobby is going in this fucking. Uh, he's been given the instructions to just say whatever's on his mind. Cool. Um, and this it's, is for Stylo. Yeah, this is for Stylo. Um, and uh, Bobby Womack has a lot of shit on his mind. Yeah, he really yeah. does. Uh, he, it's. I think he's probably like the his two songs are like the best vocal performances on this record by a um, remarkable margin. I yeah. think it's it's incredible. But you put Bobby Womack on a thing and he just fucking blows the top off it. It's just what he, he does. does. Yeah, he goes nutso. Um. Oh, fuck. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, it's after Bobby. Bobby sings like that for a complete hour, um, yeah. and uh, it's a. Uh, it, he has diabetes, so his blood sugar's like crashing like crazy. Um, but it's a. Uh, he got back up yeah. and just kept going. He just, he just like they're like, "Are you okay?" And he just sat up like Jason Voorhees and went for another hour <laughs> after a banana. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, fucking, like, Marky Smith, Little Dragon, hell yeah, yeah. uh, Soul. Yeah, been an oh, eternity since I thought about Little Dragon, honestly. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna be, Little Dragon likes, to, like, they, they like to, they like to hang around, like, acts that I, I listen to a lot. They, they showed up on that, uh, recent Flying Lotus record. Oh, shit. Uh. Oh, I, yeah. I, I forget, uh, what was it? Uh, spontaneous uh, off of Flamagra, which that's a great song. Um, Just did not see that feature. Yeah. Yeah. A- anyways, it's uh, Little Dragon is all over the fucking uh, all over the place on this uh, on this album as well. Yeah. God, it's I, I feel like I'm just doing this all out of order, but it's it's just like all of this is just spanked into my memory. Yeah. Just to be, like, to be no, I mean to bounce off that like. In what sense is there a coherent order to this? Like you said at the start, like this is one of the most tonally consistent and like, like hazy, like removed from focus albums that I can remember listening to in a very long time. Which is almost remarkable. It's almost remarkable how indistinct it is, given how like rich and detailed it seems to be. Yes, it's it's so it's so this is so like I think this is the still the best. All love to Danger Mouse, who went so hard for no reason on Demon Days. Mm-hmm. I still think this. I still think this is the best produced pl- uh, Gorillas record, Plastic yeah. Beach. It's this. It's so perfectly slick. It's got. It's got like. You could take it in any fucking direction. Like take that track list, shuffle it around a little. It's still. It's perfect. It flows like fucking great. Like um, I, like oh, it's just man. every. Every like nook and cranny of like Casio pop um uh gets gets tackled on this record. Yeah. Um it feels very rich. And again, it's 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 also like really thematically consistent. Uh, yeah. uh and where like, it's they it's 
it's <laughs> instead of like telling about instead of like telling every rapper you know, hey, could you like spit like a hot sixteen about like the Bush administration? <laughs> and I'll, I'll I'll say some shit about like a lonely carrot who has to walk home. Um, <laughs> like it's like it's it's uh, like how do you feel about global warming? How do you feel about like overpopulation and like unquote? Um, yeah. How do you feel about um, how do you feel about like gambling? How do you feel about like you know, it's like the the vices of humanity, yeah, physically, collectively adding up. One would um, say to a cloud of unknowing. Yes, and uh, um, if we were doing a track by track, that'd be a great yeah, segue. I think I would agree too. <laughs> um, Anyone want to hit that one? Or are we just gonna let that sit there? Yeah, uh, let's just <laughs> let's just let it rock. Uh, actually, yeah. no. Uh, speaking more on a cloud of unknowing. Uh, I am a, you know, I was born at a young age, and I've continued to grow with age. Uh, but like I was, uh, I was pretty young when Plastic Beach came out, and uh, Cloud of Unknowing, I think, is like the first song I've ever like straight up cried at. Mm. Like that is a heavy fucking song. It's beautiful. Um, the uh, the uh, the visuals for that song whenever they performed it live are like old like uh naval like fighters like crashing during like landings or just like falling in the ocean and stuff uh it's it's really yeah really very deeply moving shit it's, uh, um, like it's it's it, it really feels like something uh like if you had to convert like the fighting temeraire to a song <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that, this fucking, uh, it's, uh, that, that, like, last, that last, like, four tracks on the record, like, Plastic, the title track to Binge, Cloud of a Knowing, and Pirate Jet are the, just this very, very beautiful, we should have, we should have done this, like, track by track shit, that's okay, that's all fine. That's fine, just keep running along the line of your brain, Buchanan. Yeah, so, Uh just a couple questions, like, I remembered, like, approaching this record, knowing that Demon Days was an album that, like, I had listened to incessantly, like, mm-hmm. so, yep. so much. Yep, yep, and yep. then, like, Plastic Beach arrives, and I I really, really like Stylo. And then, like, Stilo? Stylo? Stylo. 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 I was, did want to check. Reese is a French <laughs> word for me. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, the, like, Spotify reliably informs me that that's not the track that, like, was most fondly remembered from here. Like, what nope. happened to make Einstein Eisen on Melancholy Hill like the tracks that like like they had the story? Yeah, they had they had the story. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um and, and also wow. on Melancholy also on Melancholy Hill like blows up every couple of years because uh like there's like late bloomer gorillas fans and also uh-huh. it's 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 pretty good for like uh, like that and Rhinestone Eyes are like pretty good for TikTok and stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, this, this these feel like um picture perfect, chill wavy I can use this in as emotional backdrop music in a yeah. in a TikTok uh, about my summer vacation or something. Today. No, yeah. no, nobody but me has heard. The my age has heard about gorillas. Like that's that's happening yes. for a new generation uh. now. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, this actually happened in like 2019 with Fleetwood Mac. This is actually oh, we I call mean, a, yeah. This is what we call the uh, the dance of death between gorillas and Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> Shout out to Dogface. Shout out. Yeah. To, yeah. Word. I hope he's still living uh, off like gallons of ocean spray. Yeah. <laughs> um but but yeah like the the thing about Stylo for me that's so compelling is that it just doesn't it's the one track that like actually wants to like rip you by the collar and like shake you around yeah. a little bit. It's got the fucking great beat. 
And again, it is just like it is straight up Bobby Womack talking yeah. about everything that's on his mind. <laughs> it's God, dude, this is a great fucking album. Yeah. So can I can I like try play the devil's advocate a little bit then? Yeah. Sure, oh my sure. god, go for it. Go for so, it. So this isn't about Damon. Damon is Damon. Alex James is not Damon. <laughs> Alex James is like a touchstone in like middle class British foppery for being simultaneously member of Blur and also a cheese maker. Like his job right now is to make cheese that gets sold in British supermarkets. Like that's the thing he does with yep. his time. Like it's just a it's just a sort of like general indication of the sort of like vibe going around these people. Like just <laughs> just like I don't know, somewhere between like a bit self-centered and disconnected from the world, and then also like foppish and off-putting in a quite like distinctly British way that like because as a British person I have to deal with it all the time, it sort of gets <laughs> on my nerves a little. <laughs> Massive L would never yeah. be me. Oh my god. No one should, if you had the choice, I'm not saying many people do, but like, you know, pick somewhere else. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I, just I, like I, the, 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 the charge that I'm putting in it is that like the vibe of like disengagement and like soft political interest that sort of hides in the background between this sort of like weird aesthetified like haze. It's something that like feels quite distinct. Hey, we're going to talk about a computer later. We'll talk about yeah. <laughs> Uh, weirdly aesthetic politics. Um, yeah, like, it's just something that makes me feel almost like they've managed to take the superlative bits of a lot of collaborators and then, like, smooth them into something that is less compelling than what either, any of them individually could have done. But that's also, like, that's what Demon Days was about, and it had a different kind of energy and a vibe to it, and, like, was a clearly yes. a less coherent project on that basis. Mm -hmm. So just, like, does the, like... I don't know, the, the like twee arch construction of like fake American hip hop cool get on your nerves at all, does it? Cause it uh, it's, I, this is, I, this is something that uh, Damon used to get like a lot of shit for. Um, it's, I, uh, it's, th there was this really great like run of like, w like super in depth, uh, like uh, gorillas, like track by track stuff. That somebody would do, and they did a specific episode on uh, on Damon, uh, like interpolating and like, uh, like D Damon's frequent like use of like black voice across his records, mm -hmm. um, and like Gorillas started off as like a like a dub project, like it's it, it's like a very dub reggae thing, um, it's it, Gorillas has always sort of played in. And it's sort of played in that. Not, I, I don't think like anything gorillas. I, I, I think, I think Damon's Damon is Damon is a dumb guy at worst, but I, I don't think he's like in like intently malicious. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't think, um, uh, except for humans, I don't think having like a <laughs> bunch of people on like a record, um, uh, particularly like inclines it to like exploitation or like, um, Damon trying to like I don't know self justify his his uh his his admittedly very hazy song like uh lyrical politics yeah we once again refer back to flimsy Steve <laughs> yep <laughs> uh, but like again like uh the uh, the virtual band aspect from the artist's perspective was uh, a very 
I think a a tidy way of like saying, hey, here's all these artists. They're can I? Uh, sorry, can can I interject? Sure, please. I think I think Jamie Hewlett. It's I I I think Jamie Hewlett is way more weird about Asian people than Damon Auburn is about yeah, black people. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. It's you uh, sunk if, my if, battleship. If, if if we need if like if we need to fucking point fingers, it's like you need to like stop like drawing noodle like that. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> um. But uh. Yeah, no, it's I uh it's I, I Damon just likes like collaborating with people. Yeah. I it's I, I that that feels like such like a I'm like his friend like co- like coping for him. <laughs> Dude um, just like show and tell. Yeah. Um yeah, no, that makes this, sense. this this that that came to a head on the next record Humans, which is I think genuinely one of the worst records I've ever listened to ever. <laughs> yeah. It's um, it's 1 hour and 10 minutes of other people what like, did you say about yeah. it, Buchanan? Like, it, it's like you got Grace it's, you, Jones you, on it's, a gr- it. Grace Jones is on that fucking record, and it sounds like a fucking MIDI Homestuck fan album. It makes uh, me so mad. Are, I, I think you're picking up on my mind. It, I, I, get, I genuinely get. <laughs> and I, I, I now, you know what? And now I'm worried that, like, when you've been talking like that, it's been doing this this whole time. Honestly, the, the Grace Jones We're, got boo exercised enough that I think that might be the only moment. Yeah, but if I, it yeah. did get picked up on your mic, Declan, I'm just going to isolate that and boost it a bit and see what it sounds like just to get the full, <laughs> like, room effect. Jones is on that fucking record and it sounds like a fucking mini home stuff fan album. It makes me so mad. You're, you're doing the Kanye West Donda shit. I understand. <laughs> but yeah, no, fucking Mavis Staples. Jamie fucking Principal. Yeah. What? What? Carly Simon. Uh, uh, I, thought she, she, I thought she retired <laughs> to a yacht. What the fuck is going on? Also, uh, sorry, it's while I'm on this human sidebar. It's they fucking announced humans with the Benjamin Clementine collab, Hallelujah Money. Um, and that video, that video first got uploaded by Uprox. It's unlisted now. Um, it's still in my fucking. Uh, it's still in my YouTube. Likes it's uh I I'll fucking it's regs if you want to put that in like the description yeah okay of the video just because I, I it's it's I've I don't hear anybody talking about it at all like it is, it's it's such an insane video it's it's it was uh it was very it was very much the uh hearing that as the like the release single for humans was like when Kanye West dropped facts uh-huh. uh uh-huh. like New Year's oh, 2016 we, and just, it, we just it, don't I, think about this anymore. <laughs> Yeah, um, and that's that's not to discredit Benjamin Clementine. I, Benjamin, it's he's a great fucking artist. Um, yeah. I love uh, I I love his sh- I I tell a fly is the name yes, of the record. That was that a came great out. album. That's that's a way better humans than humans is. Yep, yep, um, yep, yep. Anyways, back to Plastic Beach. Um, I love this record a lot. That's it. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It's uh, I feel like I we haven't actually said anything of note about Plastic Beach. Other we've than said reg- plenty of note. <laughs> I think we've said lots of note. <laughs> okay, it's I I just I just per, I just love this. I just feel like I'm not doing it like justice by just like running around in circles and being like, oh oh, and then uh and then uh and, and then uh Gruff Reese is on this, and then Della Souls on it. You don't think you're doing um, it justice? I'd say you've I don't like if I. <laughs> I was going to say if I closed my eyes, if I, uh, if I was recently concussed, I'd have mistaken you for Damon. 
Uh, no, wait, wait, hang on. Who's that more of an insult to? <laughs> <laughs> but no, genuinely, like, I came to this record, like, wanting to revisit a thing that I think I discarded at the time, honestly. Like, I mm-hmm. hit this age 13, 14 and was like, you know what? My tastes have gone elsewhere because I was, like, in the grip of, like, actually listening to electronic music and being like, no, yes. the, the sort of, like, pastel, pastelized version of it wasn't doing the thing that I wanted. And that's okay. It tastes good places. But, like, feeling just how, like, deep and, like, uh, deep and soft and, like, pillowy this mood is, is just, like, shockingly impressive now. Like, I come back to this and, like, I feel that. Yeah, there's there's that so style. much restraint. There's so much restraint on this record for, for, despite it having, like, five separate songs that are just string sections. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, and yeah, no, I mean, just to celebrate it as this like bizarre, bizarre, like, yeah, the, the, <laughs> money sink. <laughs> yeah, this this sink of like artistic vision and and like like hyper managed aesthetic is just like yeah. a really cool specific thing. And oh, it, uh, can I? Sorry, it's yeah. You go, and then I, I'll I'll, no, 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 I'll, no, I'll I will done, bottle cap it. No, oh, no, no. okay. So it's I'd like to I'd like to put a pin in Plastic Beach by declaring uh, the cover watch. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh where uh fucking it's so you know that it's you 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 you've seen the plastic beach artwork. Mm-hmm. Um it's 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 a it's a fucking beach. That's not 3D, that's real life. That's uh it's that they, they fucking uh here, let me let me send you this let me send you like the most like time tested uh uh fucking uh like oh god, where is it? Okay, here it is. Let me send you the fucking like this. This this does numbers on Tumblr wherever you put it. Uh, so it's they 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 went to a fucking giant soundstage, and uh, like built the fucking plastic beach and then Yo. shot it. Yeah. Um, and all the all the like the teaser idents before the animated videos were just like various close ups. Of uh, of like the plastic beach, so like a like the the fucking like penthouse, the docks, and that they they build like tiny pirate ships and stuff. Yeah, it's uh, incredible. I would like uh, this record costs so much fucking money to make. <laughs> yeah, um, I hope uh, I hope this people still just really like this album. It's good, and this is just a beautiful picture. The uh, the plastic beach design here was actually a uh, very heavily just straight up stolen for uh, the worst Borderlands two DLC. <laughs> That's true. Uh, for, That's literally true. And um, I remember because uh, me and Boo beat that DLC the morning it came out in like three hours, and we're like, "Yeah, it was okay." And then we're like, "Was plastic that plastic beach?" beach? Yeah, it's like you literally it's pl- yeah. plastic beach houses the final dungeon in the the fucking pirate. Borderlands 2 DLC, which is, that's, that's ridiculous. That's, I, oh man, Declan, that's, that's so true. Yeah. That, that is so true. Just, I thought I'd share a personal experience with this album. <laughs> <laughs> Declan, you started by like saying like, it's, I cried to music for the first time. And then you're like, yeah. I was really exhausted by Borderlands referencing this. <laughs> uh, My life is ever a rich tapestry of emotion and splendor. <laughs> Did uh, we uh, did we want to move on to record numero dos? I think yeah. we should. Yeah. Oh, that bad family.
Yeah, let's no, fucking. That's, that, that's 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 the official declaration of record number two. <laughs> no, so, I, I like, actually think that's the first no on the low record. Actually, <laughs> I was gonna say like uh, like it feels kind of like I'm listening to the podcast. So like when the when you guys jump to another album and the song comes in, I was like, whoa, whoa. what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so next record. Um, I think I've just decided that until the end of the year, we seem to be chunking through records at a pace. But the thing I want to do when we're chunking through records at a pace is listen to a bunch of stuff that came out in 2021 and like fill yes. out my albums of the year listing, basically, yes. as we go. Uh, sorry, it's I, I do this every fucking episode now. I would love to do like a 2020, like we get like three minutes each to talk about like an album, like... Oh, 10 yeah. albums that we really liked that came out this year. We yeah. will do some uh, retrospective stuff. Yeah. Also, the thing, awesome. I think that me and Autumn did about a year ago, or would have been coming up for a year ago, maybe at the start of this year, was going back and trying to order and rank and tier the albums we've actually reviewed. So, like, they stack up against each other. Ooh. Ooh. Which might be fun. But we'll get we'll, we'll get onto bonus and Christmassy things. Yeah. Uh, I time. think you will need to find another guest for uh, one of uh, if you uh, Declan, what, al- Declan that, uh, what uh what albums have you listened to I am year? excited for Kid Amnesia <laughs> <laughs> uh, as we slowly lurch our way to the uh, the Damascus sword hanging over our heads yeah. it's uh, the Damocles sword Rex tell us a little bit about Ch- shut up <laughs> Dog, don't up. piss on me. I'm correcting you. Uh, d- d- oh, I'm pissed. Okay. Damn. I gotta, I gotta. Regs, can you uh, can you tell me about this uh, this album? Hey, what? Yeah. Um, I should ask. Did, did, have either of you heard of the band Low before? No. No. It's a literally. I li- it's Regs in in full honesty. I I listened to this today. I I know nothing about Low. I loved this album. Yeah, okay. this was really fucking good. This album was fucking awesome. I would love I would love for you to just prattle on. Okay, so to start off with, I'm going to share. Sure. So this is the opening track of their debut album. Boink. 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 It yeah, is. Declan was telling me that these guys have apparently been around for like twenty-seven since years. Before, yeah, since before we were born. Like, I, and I was, yeah. and I was reading that description. I was like, these guys probably understand guitar distortion. <laughs> <laughs> well, I and mean, then I clicked, yeah, and then I clicked play. Um, so slowcore, slowcore is a word. Slowcore is this sort of weird catch-all thing for um a bunch of bands in the nineties. Who played very slow, very like almost turgidly, like pretty, um, spacious indie rock. And you're listening to words right now. This is yep. one of their statement tracks, and it's just specular and gorgeous and tiny and intimate, and it's one of the most stunning pieces of indie rock I know. Um, I I feel like I'm a I'm a detective watching a lady strip to this, and I'm I'm like my brow is really furrowed. <laughs> okay, so like that's a compliment. That's a compliment. So you say that, but also the, the, the singing's not the horniest. I'll put it that way. No, and also the the two members of uh, of Low are um, Alan Sparhawk and Mimi Parker. They are a Mormon couple from Duluth, Minnesota. Like, just I, I find this incredible and adorable. Like something about this just speaks to my heart. I love it so much. Yeah. 
Um, they are a couple who have been together for this full run as a band from the early 90s through to right now. And they've made progressively, like, not more or less like lush or anything. They've always been interested in like very pretty, uh, going through like very emotionally gripping indie rock. Yeah. And then Trump happened. And this is what you, what you were saying about, like, um, if you ask Damon Elba now where the, the idea for X happened, um, he'd... Uh, he'd like, you just say Trump. Yeah, he'd just he'd say Trump. Like, so yeah. the, this has sort of been this, like, weird transition thing that happened. Like, they, they, like, started off with this, like, beautiful sound and, like, slowly evolved into a slightly, like, thicker and more, more like, gripping full one. Um, Ones and Sixes is a 2015 album that I love. And it started to be like, oh, we're going to talk about, like, the kids and immigration and all this fun stuff. Um, and followed that up with a complete about turn on Double Negative, which is a 2018 record. But 20, that was a record that was about, like, ah, oh, isn't 2018 the worst year ever? <laughs> and, like, seems absolutely <laughs> wow. fucking trivial now. Um, but, yeah, this is a, a record that, like... Which is a like where you start getting this the semblance of this sound taking shape, which is it's still just about recognizably a guitar band, but it's like hidden between between like many many layers of like guitar distortion and like electronic distortion and like digital manipulation and like like production that like abstracts it almost entirely away from the core sound. Um, and this was just like, oh god, they've obliterated their own sound in this like spectral bonfire. Um, yeah, and yeah. You it's, guys, uh, you guys uh, had uh, brought on uh, James Blake's first album. Oh yeah, here yeah. I'm getting a uh, a lot of that self destruction vibe from it. Yeah, incredibly. And like this was the thing they were doing was like this was an album about like uh, the, like it just imagine tape machines ripping themselves to shreds as they get overplayed like. The, the like weird discontinuities and ruptures all like speaking to this sense of rupture and like this was incredibly the thing they were after um, yeah. and I, I listen to it now and it's still beautiful it's still stunning um, oh yeah I'm in love Dancing in Fire off the, the second half of the album is like one of my favourite tracks of the decade frankly it's so so good and then basically like it got a bit trite to think that 2018 was the worst year ever <laughs> Yeah, that's that feels like the planet Mercury. Like it is so far away. Yeah, exactly. Um, and in which case, they've come out this year with this record, which is somehow they've managed to do the same kind of destructive, like tape spooling, but instead of it disintegrating into the ether, it is like chopped up with an axe. Um, it is confrontational and loud and upfront in a way that I did not expect. And I think like if Radiohead were faced with, okay, we did the bends, how do we replicate? Those sort of like, well, there's the, there's the classic story. Like we were trying to make our happy album. We made it okay computer. Um, yeah. And then spend the next like uh, two decades trying to reinvent themselves every time they went in a recording studio. Yeah. <laughs> this feels like if uh, they, uh, if uh, not to, uh, you know, like be like, oh, this is like if Radiohead did X and Y, because that's what every Radiohead fan does. And exactly. I'll talk about that a little further on, but uh, like, it feels like if, if, like uh, this, this album, this uh, mysterious Hey What album, this uh, feels like if The Benz got its In Rainbows uh, sequel. 
Yeah, exactly. It's the um, it's what does a slocal band do when it's trying to reinvent itself every album in self obliteration, rather than like yeah. what does a like a post grunge Brit poppy band do when yeah. they try and reinvent uh, themselves. The, des- the description here says looks forward but with teeth. Yeah, teeth is teeth is a good way of describing this album. This album's so chunky. Oh my yeah. god. Yes. Um, it's it's so harmonically chunky as well. Yeah. I just wanted to. It's I I I I feel like uh I feel like I might catch some uh, I'm I'm giving I'm catching myself some flack here, but it's I I really got some fucking like uh like uh like Bonnie Vare Kanye West Coda type shit on days like these oh in yeah particular yeah big big um, vocoda choirs the other thing is just like the sounds of gates are super important to this record like every yes. big sound needs to have a gate envelope on the end of it yeah. that closes it off in this weird suction into dead yeah. silence and that's like just crucial to the way that this that this is built up um, yeah there's uh, a lot of it. Were, yeah. uh, uh, sorry to interrupt no no, stop, no but uh, me and Boo were talking about the structure of this like this feels like you are in like uh, a live performance where they're like they're swapping out instruments and sounds and like like magical abilities that let them make this <laughs> shit yeah it's and just they're like just, uh, that, they're that just intro noise, for yeah. a while yeah you, oh man the intro squall is just like it's the guitarist has finally learned what a granular pedal does. Like yeah, yeah, it's, it's incredibly that, but at the same time, just like sets up the that sets up the stage for this sort of like weird slow yeah. transmogrification of sounds yeah. that like all run through a couple of like basic principles, which is give it more space and give it more like chunkiness when you do play it, and like yeah. that just builds this tone of this this whole album. And yet it also means that it feels way less trite. Like double negative is double negative is beautiful and great. And I think fully encourage everyone to listen to it, but like, it feels a bit like, Oh, 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 aren't we so sorry for ourselves? It's, it's so bad. Very, very very navel gazing. Yeah. I I mean, Um, sometimes you want to gaze into your navel, but sometimes, you know, you also want to like make a very loud guitar noise. Um, yes. They are a band that just become a band that just becomes a noise rock band when you um, yep. put them on a stage, which seems entirely yep. obvious. Like you play any, even the old stuff, like it's gonna sound big and loud and aggro when you like yep. amp it up properly. Um, there are some incredible live videos of the what they do when they go live, and it's it's loud and it's good. But this is like a this is a this is a whole ass step change. Yes. Yeah. It, uh... Uh, I get. I, I I don't know why I'm saying yes. So like. Resoundingly, when I've I I only have just listened to another record of theirs, um, for like the first time three minutes ago. But yeah, so you were talking about the Bonnie Vag sounding ass stuff. Yes. Uh, do you want to know who produced most of this album? <laughs> uh oh. Uh, one BJ Button. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, the yeah, third, right? Yeah, BJ has been on since that sort of like I said the like pivot that they started making on ones and sixes um that's when crystalline stuff yeah it starts getting uh like progressively the thing it adds a lot of stuff because like you heard the i linked words at the start like obviously that's like very contained in its instrumentation it's got the the like quite uh like beautiful like well-placed like settled bass and like a a like a classic super clean guitar tone and the thing that once and sixes started doing was adding sub bass basically it started like adding extension um and that i think was a very direct result of working with a producer who's like conversing in like taking like 
analog and like acoustic bands and like extending their range in electronic ways. Um, there is some really beautiful stuff there that's also very contained and like they hadn't fully transitioned their sound over. But like you can start to see them like pulling vertically on their sound. Like it stops being quite so contained to the instrumentation. Double negative has blown it apart, but again, like not quite to the extent of this one. And this one is just like, it sounds more yeah. like a noise record. Um, yeah, if it, it, you know, when you look at like a guitar that's been taped together after being busted and you're like, oh, that's got like a gnarly ass sound. It just sounds like a normal guitar. And you're kind of <laughs> like, oh, yeah. like uh, this album feels like what that kind of guitar should sound like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just slightly ripped to shreds. But yeah. Yeah. But it's um, still there. It's all still there. Yeah. I'm just trying to think, like, are there, are there beats that you, you heard and you want to hit on this record? Because, like, this is an album that's very, very firmly about sound. Um, yeah. Uh, I, liked, I liked what appeared to be... It was like a... It's, I, um, I, I feel like I'm noticing this a lot, like, from offshoots of, like, the PC music camp. Uh, even harmonic distortion is slowly becoming, like, yes. the wave. Uh-huh. And that, that like, it's just like, like, um, <laughs> hell, I might, I might just put even harmonics on my voice, um, uh, like, just before sending my segment over, um, for just, <laughs> just for an audio example. Yeah, do it, um, do it. So, yeah, uh, this is what, uh, this is what uh, even harmonic sounds like, and you can barely hear me. Uh, you could sort of hear, like, the fuzz and the pitch and intonation of what I'm saying, but I sound, like, two centimeters tall. Um... <laughs> And when uh, and when record producers do st- something like that, and then just continue to overlay it with bass, you you get like this perfect emulation of what clipping sounds like. But you're not you're not actually overloading the mix or anything. If anything, like it's like putting those two separate components together helps like muddle them into like something that's uh, like tonally shocking. But uh, like it's it's very easy to master and mix as well. Yeah. Uh, mm. which is a godsend. <laughs> uh anyways, Don't Walk Away is a track basically constructed entirely around um how dizzying you can make uh fucking uh harmon I forgot the name even, of it. Oh my god. Even harmonic. Even harmonic uh, distortion. Um yeah. <laughs> That's I I just wanted to say I re- I really I was thinking about that a lot. It's it's even our, like harmonic distortion is all across this record, yeah. but don't walk away and days like these again and more in particular especially. and you more. Might, yeah. You might, uh, if you're listening to this now, you might, uh, come across some, uh, some panicked clicking noise. And that's because I would just wanted to listen to more for like a second. Cause I was like, is this the loud one? And it is the loud it one. It is the loud one. So yeah, again, Moore's got, as we said, the, the like, it's, it's got elements of all of it. It's got the like, stacked almost choir like or organ like uh harmonizer effects on it it's got that like super super heavily gated guitar that like kills the sound as soon as it disappears and it's got that very distinctive like warm intense crunch to it um but again like it's also very important that mimi's voice just sort of rings out over the top of that track at points like it is they're still very much like interested in like using this to make a, a rock record in places, which is almost surprising given so many other bits where the, the voices just sort of disintegrate or disseminate into the harmonic parts. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, 
it, it's like like they're not giving up the idea of like actually writing fucking songs, which is nice sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I'm gonna be honest. I it's I feel bad because I I don't have anything of like uh like deep emotional note to say about this record. I just really 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 liked it and I was really blown away by it. Like yeah. It's, it's just good. It's I I wish I had more context for Low as a band. Yeah. Although you 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 caught us up to speed very well there. Yeah. Yeah. So just I I fully so I mean there are just bits throughout their entire discography which are very cool and interesting. Like that first album is like an all timer, like a true true all timer of like if you are mm-hmm. interested in like indie rock that might make you cry, um just listen to I Could Live in Hope by Low. It's one of the the best sort of slow moody um and intensely like. Uh, like spacious and deep records that I know, like the 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 nineties and early two thousand stuff is like cool, but doesn't like grab me nearly as much. And then they just sort of swing back into this like incredible like, later period. Like there are individual tracks, like pissing, for example, off the album Great Destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I would just commit. I was committed to just saying the words um, pissing by low. Hey, I kept quiet. I kept quiet. Um, I've seen Low a bunch of times live, and every time they play Pissing Live, it is one of the most, like, gut-stirring things. This is the live video that I want to share. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, hey guys, it's, uh, can, can we hit pause on recording? I'm gonna go play Pissing in the bathroom real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this is just pretty reflective of what they were like when I saw them, and, like the sorts of places they end up again like oh. not trying to replicate the super destroyed and like digitalized sound yeah like, no this sounds like, lovely um but yeah just turning into what is effectively a noise act um this in- this included uh um alan playing the when i saw him playing the guitar with his teeth for the set of like the final like chaotic noise solo bit of pissing which is just like a good thing cool. the most guitarists should do is play solo with their teeth um oh, yeah uh, hey, what was the tagline for this album? Uh, looks forward, but with teeth, right? Yeah, that was the one. Yep, that's what. Uh, the, <laughs> who knows how many parts were played with actual teeth? Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like that's one of the sort of like, oh, I hear where they're going in five years, ten years time, and then yep. yeah, one, ones and sixes onwards is just like the hinge where they start. They get BJ Barton on. They start like extending. They start getting digital. They start like losing elements of song structure and end up with a record that sounds like this. Um, Absolutely. So yeah, uh, th- I feel like I feel like it's like really, um, again to to tie it back to uh, like this this reductive 2016 election bow. Um, it's like so like records that sound like these are always going to be way better like protesting or like struggle records. Then I think uh, a a a a a noticeable margin of actual like protest record, especially like these last like couple of years. Yeah. Um. It's I definitely don't want to speak to anything in like the seventies and eighties. Um. Because like it's a lot of that shit is just good. Like <laughs> yeah. it's great. Yeah. Who knew what's um, going on is a pretty good album. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a. Uh, God damn. But yeah, uh, the- yeah, it's I, I I see like I see so much of like it's not navel gazing but self congratulatory. Like, self congratulatory. We're just talking yes. about humans again. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's I I don't think it's based on what I know about low. I do not think that they're that what what was it double negative yeah. was the record of note. Yeah. I don't think it I, that did not that does not sound as bad as humans because you do regs like steam does not kind of come out of your ears like Popeye style. Oh no no the no. way that <laughs> it does whenever I talk about humans. Yeah no yeah, so you can so, use so, it to poison her. Yeah, yeah, this is, uh, it, me and Autumn did a b- bonus podcast talking a bit about country music and Brandy Carlisle, among other things. And mm. the, the one track that Autumn skips on the Brandy Carlisle record is a quite comparable thing to something that appears on, say, ones and sixes, or in a more, like, like specular, in a more sort of, like, abstracted form of double negative, which is, like, the the story about the, the right-winged Republican who wants to kick out all the immigrants, but when he gets to the gates of heaven, St. Peter won't let him in. Ha 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 ha. And like, it's just a bit trite and a bit lib and a bit like, oh, come on now. Um, you don't yeah. need to be quite so on the nose. And like, the, tracks like Spanish Translations of the Innocents are a bit like that on ones and sixes. And the, the, the vibe of that on the bit of like, oh, what the fuck is up in the world? Like, oh, what happened to our democratic norms is hiding on double <laughs> negative. But yes. it fundamentally double negative is a track about the emotional state and not about the like, like the, the sort of, yeah, it's uh, it, it it's is not, not attempting to be played as the the like soundtrack to a Democratic Party convention. Less, do you see how fucked this is? More, do you see how fucked I am? Yeah, no, it, it is it is so much more internal and so much more psychological and so much better for it. It's mm. just also like I think that the emotional state has like moved on since two thousand and eighteen, and that yeah, hey, what yes. makes a whole lot more sense now. Yeah, yeah, it's I I fully agree. Um, is there a is there are there are there any other beats that we wanted to hit on this? No, it's, uh, yeah, not really. Like this, no, uh, like the, this th- is a this is a good album made by a bunch of people who understand sound. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty much fucking it. Um, pretty uh, what you can ask for. Can I do a one sentence cover watch and then oh, uh, yeah, and a- then we absolutely. we move to the main course? Uh huh. Okay, cover watch for hey what? Um, it's uh when uh, when I click on this image in Music B and it pulls up full resolution, it it makes my eyes hurt. That's okay, a- computer is an album by Radiohead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can, can I drag it back to the the cover watch very yes, very briefly? Yes, yes, yes. A thing that I've talked about with many people that I use it very frequently, just like a very very explicitly wanting to include like large scale patterns of like parallel lines in black and white as a like hostile visual design for people on the internet is like something that I'm obsessed with doing. It is good and I love it. And this is that, but sort of like run through the guitar pedals that, um, that they're using on the rest of the album yeah. in a way that I find very appealing. Um, it, it, it looks very like physical, like it was sewn even. Yeah. On hundred percent spray gun or something like just, yeah. Um, it's, I, it's I, really I get, good. I get, I'm going to say I, I get the feel like it, it looks like some if I like look at it too hard, I'm like, this is the, they fucked up with some like content aware fill and Photoshop yeah. and they just uh, somebody, I feel like I'm, uh, I feel like I'm told- seeing like particular points like repeating themselves, especially <laughs> yeah. in like the lower corner. Yeah. Uh-huh. Somebody told uh, Jackson Pollock to use a ruler, but they stopped looking like 15 minutes in and that's when he got crazy with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it feels like a. a mm. I, I, I am just cribbing off a chat I had with a, a good friend, uh, Mia, a little earlier. But this feels like looking into an inverse space. It feels like you've taken an image and like abstracted it to like constituent elements and like yes. manipulated it to just like strip out all the visual content and just like take some of the like form of it. And yeah, it's beautiful. I love it. Um, fits the vibe of the album so perfectly for me. I agree. Yeah. 
this 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 will look beautiful on like vinyl. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like got one of those uh, kind of like uh, those big uh, paintings they do at hotels, which are usually about some kind of fucked up thing. Yeah, just just replace it with a hey what cover. Oh my yeah. god, absolutely. Oh god, I'm I, ne- I like it. Um, I to to make the worst possible diversion. Are you too familiar with the basketball player Ben Simmons? Yeah, uh, uh, like there are whispers. There are whispers. <laughs> so it is called Lothric. <laughs> so a, a, co- a couple weeks ago, um, well, I'd say a couple weeks ago, probably only about a week because time is completely fucked. Um, Ben Simmons decided to put his house in somewhere in New Jersey up for sale, which meant that someone went and took pictures of his house in New Jersey, which was kind of amusing because you got to see like the over, like the, this McMansion thing with like the overbearing yeah, yeah. entrance hall and the, the like bizarre yeah. light pieces and the like. Not exactly Vienna's house, is it? No, but then it, it, it sort of like, it looks just like random huge house in the in, like middle of nowhere up yeah, until you get yeah. to the, basement at which point you see oh wait that's the cover of sports illustrated oh that's a gaming room with an ellie sorry with a neon sign that says simo the savage on it <laughs> like oh, God. <laughs> oh no oh no um i will try and find this link very quickly so i can actually just share this incredible yeah funny thing. please but it also reminded me that like oh when people have no taste they put the largest things on canvases and put them in their kitchens what the fuck is going on yeah um yep. and this is the sort of like well, if you were trying to do that, but tastefully, you might end up with a low record. But also, that's far too confrontational and would probably give people headaches. But yeah. also, also, this is just an excuse for me to share what the, the like, yeah, the, the purchase link for Ben Simmons' house is because it's it's good. You should make this like uh, I don't know if the if uh, we can do cover art for these podcast episodes. We should make whatever image you're about to pull up. <laughs> oh yeah. my god! Or uh, like fade oh. them all in like the OK Computer. <laughs> 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 Uh, to be honest, I do. Oh my god, do I, uh, Regs? I pro bono. I will do fucking like cover art goofs for hot singles. Oh this, yes. Oh, oh this, this video. Oh, you copy pasted was, the wrong thing, I but abs- it's fine. Declan, watch this video. Thing. Um, but let's see if it, it pastes the right thing now. Um, no, it's still <laughs> no, it's still the it's still the fucking tube bell, the Yamaha X7. <laughs> I just learned that the Yamaha DX7 patch tub bells is the ring sound from Sonic, but it's also... It's like that bit Adam Scott does where he just keeps posting the same BLT sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that's a poll, Dak. Yep, old Twitter. Uh, Yeah. Will Sasso was still using Vine. Shout out to the the Yamaha DX7. We can spend two minutes just running through this. It's so delightful. Yeah, normal ass house. Seventy-three Last pictures. Just, yeah. I, I I gotta say I I, li- I like the stairs. I like the stairs turning into like a like a tritanium goop there. That's kind of cool. Come on, I'm going down. I'm going down as fast as I fucking can here. Dude, my mom is sighing wistfully, looking at this house for real. Sim of the Savage, there it is. Oh no. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna be. I I was expecting like some Baz Luhrmann ass shit, but this is. It's uh this is not this is not the end of the world. It's it's it's, no, it's, very, it's, it's a I would I would I would go insane in this house. I want that to be on the record. <laughs> the gray is a bit uh and yeah. plus the like the really dry looking hardwood floor. 
Yeah. So to be very clear, the thing that it was j- just stuck on my mind was the picture of the donut blown up and the massive glossy canvas yeah. in the downstairs kitchen. Like yeah. that's what yep. I, like the worst yep. kind of hotel art is like. Yeah. Welcome to yes. Hot Singles where we make fun of people's houses. <laughs> it's fucking Ben fucking Simmons. I've been making fun of him on podcast for literal years now. <laughs> welcome I was to Hot say, Singles uh, where Regs makes fun of Ben Simmons. Yeah. I mean. This <laughs> welcome to Hot. <laughs> welcome to Ben Singles. No, no, that was that was bad. It was um, clumsy, but there's a lot of. Anyways, promise. it's oh, sorry. Sorry, it's, sorry. Did you go for Ben Singles? Did you try that? Yeah, yeah. That's, that that is what I said. I I heard Ben Singles and just gave you the benefit of the doubt, but no, it was as bad as I thought. <laughs> no, it might no, be. it's I I do, I double dipped. I was I was in it to win it. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I think this is okay. as good a point as any to switch over. Yeah, it very much is. We need to bounce, or we're gonna we're yeah. gonna cause irreparable brain damage. Um, <laughs> Declan. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I mean, I guess I'll introduce this. Uh, In the summer of 1996, Radiohead began work on a new album that would cement its reputation as one of the greatest and most innovative bands of all time. Though its first two albums had had earned it a large fan base, for many people, Radiohead was still just the band that did Creep. That would all change with OK Computer. Right before, I hate uh, you so fucking. <laughs> gee, I fucking hate you. Rags, Devlin's doing the fucking click hole right oral history of Radiohead okay, article. I was doing a solo tour when I would walk out on stage and say, Creep is a bad song, and that would be the whole show. I did that in hundreds of sold out shows all around the world because I wanted people to understand that Creep is a bad and not a good song. For many years, Tom tried to pay the Pope a million dollars to replace the word Amen with the phrase Creep is a bad song. But the Pope wouldn't do it because he liked the song so much. Everyone loved that song. Stop it all came fucking coursing while you're doing your bit. Come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just, it's been a minute since I've you're, read it. De- Declan, oh. Declan, Declan, Declan is imagining me being mad and it's giving him energy. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> It all came to a head when Bill Clinton no, said in that a was State your, of the that Union was your address that Creep bail. was a better song than the national oh. anthem, and the, both Republicans and Democrats gave him a half-hour standing ovation. We all sort of realized we needed to create something big, or this song might come to define us. And that's when Tom got an idea. Uh, let's get away from that. <laughs>
I, I, it's a deck. It's, and th- this is where we sort of come to the, the, the not so good end of like, just like full, like nuts out, just dropping. Okay. Computer in our laps. What, what do you say about? Okay. Computer. Okay. It's uh, okay. I am glad you asked me this question. All right, Declan. I've been thinking a lot about okay. Computer and uh, we can talk about it sonically and stuff, but, uh, with the, uh, the revelation of like the mini discs, and stuff, and just, like, the, and, uh... Did you, you fucking listen to... Not all of it, not all of okay. it. Okay. Not all of it. Jesus and Christ. And I wouldn't... Reg, you, you know about the mini discs, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, the, 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 the okay. post-leak thing, yeah. 18, 18 hours yeah. of them. Yeah, you can dip in and out, but that's a, that's too much music. No one should... Yeah, 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 no, I haven't listened to all of it, because, like, I'm not... I like Radiohead, and I like OK Computer. I'm not that fucking nuts. <laughs> but, uh, like, seeing, uh, in particular, just how much of a, like, Radiohead's future 
is on these mini discs, uh, and like in like little uh, bits and bobs on like meeting people is easy. Like it, 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 I can't help but think about what it was like to be working on that album, building the Rosetta Stone for like twenty odd fucking years of what you're gonna do. Uh, like motion picture soundtrack has like three different OK Computer era recordings on it, and that's so crazy to me because it, it it's inseparable from Kid A. But there's like there's one where it's just a four track. There's one where it's just the piano. There's no accordion or anything. It's just it it blew me away when I first listened to it. Yeah, this is the thing they've done throughout their career though is like figure yeah. out like have songs true love waits being the probably the yeah. most famous morning it's, bells appeared twice nude which yeah. was um yeah uh, uh big ideas big, don't uh, get the, any the, the the only people that care about like radiohead eras are radiohead yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry radiohead fans sorry yeah. yeah radiohead does not give a uh, fuck they'll play some shit i don't care and uh this uh this this thought of it uh came to me because again like i am a uh from like 2011 uh, up to like 2016 or so, I was a very like Radiohead fan, ass Radiohead fan. Oh yeah, like who would listen to this album and be like, oh, but what's it about? What's it about? Is it a story? And no, all these albums are about a guy who can't really order hot sauce <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the different permutations of such. But uh, like it's. It's just a really fucking good album, and uh, just the knowledge that all of this stuff that is uh, talking about all this different shit, like, there is a, uh, for, uh, sorry, you're gonna have to Declan, sorry, can I interrupt? Sure, please. Did you, did you smuggle in uh, an okay, not okay review into this, uh, this okay computer block that you've segmented out here? Among other albums. (laughs) <laughs> awesome cool because <laughs> uh, like and i'm sorry about that for the deception but like again like there's just so much of this band's future here mm-hmm. it uh it, it really uh speaking on like radiohead's like anxiety theme it, it feels like uh it i'm really trying to find my words for this because like this is just shit i've been thinking uh but uh it it really feels like uh stuff you say to yourself like being said back to you like okay computer feels like like a, a premonition of kid a like referring to an event that's to come in ways that you still understand through like this grungy spacey rock that like the bends had and when it actually happens it's like this discordant like disco dub thing like kid a it uh a four minute warning a four minute warning as it were side note that's probably one of my favorite songs off uh off in rainbows solely for the fact that it's the last track off in rainbows it's pretty sick yeah it's uh yeah uh but uh you know just like i'm sorry i've uh (laughs) I really like Reg- this album. <laughs> you guys want to talk it's, a little de- bit de- about this de- album. Declan seems swept up with emotion and how much he loves OK Computer. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, Regs, I can do we, Regs, do we do we want to fill in some concrete here, please? Yeah, if so you guys fucking... would, if you guys would save me here. So yeah, so like OK Computer is the hinge where it t- where you had time from a rock band to like 
in an art fixture, right? Like they they yeah, stop yes. being art fixture. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, no, they they start being a band that becomes important. Capital I, a capital important. I, important. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they start being a band that like the directions they take aren't dictated by their relationship to other artists. It starts becoming like a project which evolves in its, in its own terms, and yeah. that means that like their individual artistic trajectory starts to matter way more than anything that relates them to other artists. And I think yeah. that's like the thing that you start like digging through when you find their B sides is like. Yeah, all their B-sides are, like, their own development, like, hidden in their own work. And, like, obviously every artist is going to have an element to this. It's just that we don't yeah. talk talk about them that way. It's- uh, because they, they don't show up. Nobody's, like, who fucking does, who hacks Radiohead's mini-discs and exactly. is like, here's all this shit. Yeah, I mean, Radiohead are probably one of the few bands where people are interested enough to try and do that. Because, like, the, traje- the trajectory in, 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 like, initial terms feels so shocking. It feels yeah. so unexpected and, like, lurching. Um, but like the point they pass through is a, like a rock album in 1997. And like, that's a very, very different place from like the, the, the bits of Radiohead that like, I, I was also the Radiohead ass Radiohead fan because I, I absolutely remember being what would have been, I would have been 10 in like early 20, 2007 and like sat there watching, oh, it's the greatest moment in the music industry's history. You can buy in (laughs) rainbows for whatever price you like. Yeah, um, I sat watching that. I was like, "Oh, I might as well download it." They seem like an important. Oh, band. can I? Sorry, can like, I interrupt? Yeah, uh, Radiohead is re- like just like this last week. They put up all their stuff on uh, on Bandcamp. In ra- in rainbows is minimum ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, magnificent! That, uh, which I, I which like again. I I think it's like the the context of like streaming in terms of like artist yeah. access is definitely yeah. definitely way different. Uh, then even like like it's I, like I say ten, but it's like honestly like even like five years ago yeah. when there was like no Radiohead songs on streaming. Yeah. Um, but yeah, XL strikes back. Let me go back. check that actually. I just want to <laughs> yeah, see that XL fucking uh, shoots them from uh, fucking <laughs> from downtown. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, like I I was nowhere near. Obviously, I would have been a literal toddler when OK Computer came out. But like I was arriving at In Rainbows with the like capacity to have like fall in love with a rock band and then yes. backfilled it backfilled not only like a context for like genre music because that was happening anyway like it was slowly filling in like pitchfork core is like a a way of making sense of the <laughs> indie rock i was listening to i'm a fucking yellow tango broken social scene and low fan like yeah of course like yeah. yep that was a big big ass part of the, the stuff i was listening to so many good canadian rock bands i will have just like let me put that out there front and center Pitchfork Court. You're welcome. Pitchfork Court <laughs> determinately produced in Montreal and Toronto. Um, yeah. Yep. But yeah. You're damn right. But yeah, the um, the general thing though was that Radiohead seemed utterly singular. And the, the like, the way that they seemed singular was like both having this weird dis- kind of discontinuity between record and then also like being able to hack out a narrative that links and strings them together. And the reason yeah. you can do that is because OK Computer hinges between Rock Band and everything else they do. Um, yeah, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would I would like to mention it's fucking uh, Adams for Peace um, in particular mm-hmm. always confused me. Like it's it's Tom hanging out with like like the dude from like Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> it's like it's uh, not it's and I I Red Hot Chili Peppers makes good music. Like it's it's and they 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 fucking care a lot about their shit. Um, but it's like it's just like Tom, what are you doing there? 
Like it's, I didn't know you liked Red Hot Chili Peppers. I didn't know you I, knew Red Hot Chili Peppers. I, it's, 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 it doesn't, and like th- them being like the, 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 like the, the, the link of like two completely discordant, like ways of thinking about and producing music. Um, uh, okay. Computer is like the perfect hybrid of that. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah. I mean, to tie that back into what Declan was, uh, babbling on about yeah yeah that's a good word for it (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i mean like the second half of exit music for a film is what it is like it is like yeah yes like it is like a slow jam proto bond theme like that's what it is like yeah there are going to be elements where you just forget that they still are making indie rock like it's okay oh you don't need it you don't need to disguise it for yourself yeah uh rags i sorry for one thing i literally raised my hand when i said that um which is very (laughs) embarrassing yeah uh here's what's more embarrassing is this um it's uh i i've never understood like the 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 radiohead compared to muse um oh stuff like oh. it's i i mean like it's i i like not not um i can uh i can feel this one i didn't okay i actually i have a conclusive statement here don't oh, worry cool awesome um Except for when I listen to electioneering. Mm. <laughs> it's uh, electioneering has such a fucking like muse descending scale ass like <laughs> it is it's structurally it's like talking about like the the uh like the uh, the reminders of these are is this is an indie rock band. Like electioneering and climbing up the walls, being right next to each other. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. I always fucking thought there was somewhere in the back of my head was the idea that climbing up the walls was like a cure cover or something like that, and it's just not. At, at the <laughs> no, same time, it's just, it's just the like, name. It's just the name. Yeah, it just feels <laughs> it feels so like drenched in like yeah. British indie rock anxiety and mentality. Like it's there. It's just mm-hmm. it's sitting all all the way there. Yeah, Regs, uh, you saying like this was their. Uh... They were like, we need a happy album. Yeah. Like, that's just that's, a nice that's... try, dumbasses. <laughs> yeah. Like, they took Lyft <laughs> off because they were like, this is too much of a jam. This is a hit. Kill it. <laughs> uh, they replaced yeah, that... <laughs> it with electioneering. Uh, I mean, Lyft would not fit. Lyft would not make any sense on this record. No, it's nope. it's I I I think I I think if Lyft that they made the right call. Lyft is a good song, but if it actually came out on this record, yeah. I think it, it I it's I think that would legit have killed Radiohead's career because then that's that's obviously yeah. the big radio single. Yeah, uh, um, Radiohead, then, the two-hit wonder, and like, could you imagine that future? Yeah, Westworld would not exist. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Um, oh, that's good. Uh, the, yeah. my, version, my version of this is fucking Charlie Brooker would be out of a career. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, no, time <laughs> on. Yeah. Um, but what, what if the computers were like, okay and good, actually, you know? What if a computer yeah. uh, could play called, guitar? It, the album is uh, named, okay, computer, let's see what you've got. Show us well, your no, stuff. Wait, wait, no, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> this isn't ironic. This isn't sarcastic. Like, what if the computers are just like, they're okay, man? Like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did a really good like Tom York like eating the microphone in an interview impression there you're like yeah. it's a beautiful right, so it's, it's a, no because it's like what what are they gonna be like? okay right it's a no, beautiful dream right but, but but you gotta be like a bit more 
like home counties and uh, home counties right. and, and a, a bit more like breathy and uh, <laughs> yeah. to, to be fair this is the same impression for both or well, all of Bowie and Damon Albarn and Tom York and that's <laughs> yeah. just fine because they're, yeah. they're, they're all just from like southern England and I, like, are very I, I artistic s- people who like have thoughts and it's okay I, I gotta say on the on, internet uh, on Bowie like the the notion that people were so shocked by him like doing all these different personas and stuff actual content notwithstanding but like him, I, I've seen interviews with David Bowie doing all these. It's still just him doing the voice. <laughs> it's, it's a dude doing a voice. How far? Microphone fucking... too close. Different wig. Just come on. <laughs> uh, um, can we? Uh, can I? Uh, it's. I feel like we don't. Um. Uh, we It's. We are going to be maybe a little all over the place on OK Computer here as well. Did we want to talk about like each of our favorite songs from OK Computer? Yeah, I'm up for yeah. that. Yeah, just pick out some okay. moments. Yeah, it's uh, Declan. I'm gonna let you go on let down for a while because I I, <laughs> I, 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 that, I know that's your favorite. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I really love let down. It's just, it's just good. <laughs> the uh. Sorry, I'm just I'm listening to it in my head. <laughs> you can uh, fade it in. Uh, yeah, you know, if, uh, <laughs> such permits. Uh, like it's just. Again, there's there's the, like a sorry. It's there's a there's a fucking like parallel world where this gets the lift slash creep. Yeah, that's what I'm well. saying. Like by a by a happy album because like this in particular is just such an expression of catharsis. Mm-hmm. Yes. Especially sandwiched in between yeah, exit just, music for a film and Karma Police. In its context, it's fucking dire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, it's just it's just this. It's just it, it it's very beautiful. I'd always listen to it on a like a drives home specifically because it always felt like uh, that like that sort of like you're safe now, you're out. Let's just get home. It's, I, I, it's, uh, I'm sorry, I keep interrupting everybody. It's, uh, Deck, I, I, I've always loved that, like, the parts that you like the most about OK Computer, um, are, like, when it's, when there's, 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 like, a, like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get this done. Yeah. Like, how, how Lyft ends with, so lighten up, square. Yeah, and, uh, again, after Cloud of Unknowing, one of the other songs that I've like actually cried at is let down and then uh yeah the studio version of I Promise coming out after the tourist. Yeah. <laughs> I I specifically waited. I didn't watch the music video or anything for the tourist when it came out. I was like, no, I'm gonna listen to this album the whole way through. And when uh, I promise comes on I am going to ball my fucking eyes out and guess what I did <laughs> <sighs> It's I, I think I think there's a... it's I um, I think that that speaks to a very deep positivity that uh, exists within you, Deck. Um, well, thank you, Buchanan. It's like I it's could you, only like, dream. It's, <laughs> it's like it's De- De- Declan. Declan, you listen. Declan, it's you. You listen to a Radiohead album about Tony Blair, and you were like, "Yeah, okay. <laughs> what if I can get out of bed today? <laughs> <laughs> what if things could get better?" <laughs> what if a computer um, could play guitar? Um, I'm gonna keep coming is, back to that click article. It's so uh, awesome. It's it's it is it's really good. It's I, I feel like a lot. I feel like a lot of like um, 
parody stuff does not get across the fact that like the people writing it have some familiarity with the band that that click hole article is written by like the most diehard Radiohead fan to ever exist. You know the exact way to make everybody sound like a fucking idiot. I bet there were floods of tears. Yeah, like I bet there were like absolute floods of tears, like knowing that they were destroying their worldview in 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 the process. Nigel Godrich, producer. I'd previously worked with Radiohead on the bands as well as Tom's solo albums, songs about gum, and more songs about the indestructible meat known as gum. <laughs> so uh, I was very excited when they asked me to help them produce the new record. Uh, Man, uh, Man of War is not my favorite song out of like the OK Computer releases. Sorry, it's a uh, it's for for people over thirty in chat. Uh, big boots. Thank you. <laughs> um. I think I think no surprises is probably my favorite. Mm. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. It's I fuck. I completely skipped over what I was gonna say with Man of War. Uh, Perfect Bond song. Yeah. I can't believe they that actually they submitted it. Uh, yeah, that for, was the original uh, submission. Yeah, that was the original. But they're oh. like, hey, you didn't fucking write this for James Bond, did you? And they're like, uh, maybe, maybe we did. And they're like, who's you playing it? Fucking we, Montreal '97. Right. We wrote it for Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's just uh, it's just James Irvin doing David Bowie. That's just every British person <laughs> you do. It's, that's very true. Who's the who's the uh, who's the short little bearded fellow on what we do in the shadows? He played the grifter on Community Deck. Uh, oh God, I wish I knew his name. He sounds like this. He has a very old school British voice that Americans like. Uh, yeah, is he in the is he going to be one of the starring cast? Yeah, it's one of the starring characters. Uh, it's what, he, what's his character's name? I'm just looking now. I have no fucking idea. He was idea. Uh, the classically I've, trained guy on Dark Place. Uh, this is too much juggling to try and coordinate. <laughs> okay. Exactly okay, don't worry is. about it. It's Anyways, uh, No Surprises, I think, is my favorite song on this record. It's also, it's also my favorite ever music video, I think. It's a pretty um, fucking good music video. It's, I, I, it's, uh, it's, I don't, I don't, um... It's uh, like emotionally, I find it very profound. Like Tom coming up for water uh, after like literally nearly drowning in like the like the little fucking diver suit that he's in. Yeah, yeah. that was a uh, take thirteen of that music video. <laughs> Fuck, and it, it slowed down, but like yeah, it's they, they they slow it down, but yeah, he's like he's legit coming up for air. It's you can you can see where like it's you can see in his eyes where it's like. I need to just fucking like mess with some drum machines right now after this. Yeah, uh, I know <laughs> for a fact they uh, they shot Karma Police after, which Tom uh, says was his favorite music video because he got to be drunk and sit in the back of a car. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, come on now, who among us? Uh, Absolutely. What scenes. is? Yeah, <laughs> scenes all the way down. Yeah. Uh, Regs, what is your favorite? What is your favorite song off OK Computer? I'm struggling to pick one because it's the first three tracks. It's oh, it, that's a everything a, airtight run. Yeah, airtight it's, because it's the it's like setting up the the emotional stakes in a way that like in Planet Talix, I think is an underrated track in Radiohead's history because it sets up the kind of space that the Benz is working on in a quite remarkable way. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. it's, it's got the sort of like combination of like angularity and spaciness that I think makes the Benz what it is. Um, yep. Airbag has got the, the like, the, 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 the like loopy paranoid naughtiness that like 
that's what OK Computer is to me. I think if I had to pick one, it would be Airbag. It would yeah, be Airbag uh, because it's the, like... Uh, the white cassette, uh, for uh, OK Not OK, has uh, the uh, the drum solo with the Moog distortion on it just, like, by itself. Oh, wow. It is... It's fucking gorgeous. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Don't need to fade it in. She's doing it all. She's doing it all here. <laughs> it's that that is still that I love that fucking drum break so much. Yeah, it's so awesome. The radio, the, the, the production like sells it so much because again, it is immediate and unreal and like overwhelming in a way that like obviously nothing. Well, the Benz was trying to do a different thing and like okay, computer has pushed well past that. But like again, it's the sort of thing where like. Oh, the phrase structure is all over the place, and the like harmonic progression is like un—it's like unmoored and loops in strange and uncanny ways, and like that to me is like the thing that I needed to like grasp to understand what this project was doing. But then, like yeah. the, the thing it links to is like two quite dour, awful tracks, which <laughs> just like like it feels weird to for me to, to like not. There are big singles on this record. You talked about No Surprises. You talk, like, Karma Police is the, like, after Creep, probably their biggest ever track. Not talking about Paranoid Android in this record just seems slightly sacrilegious because it is, like, yes. such a fucking statement. Yeah. It, oh it feels, God. like, retroactively, it almost feels like parody. Like, it's just so them. Yeah. What a what a what a weird anchor for this album. I would not have it any other way. No, yeah. exactly. Like, um... But yeah, like this is the this is the thing that the album for me is built around is this like, yes. oh god, you need to, some shock tactics to get you into this headspace, and then you just get delivered the most intense and comprehensive dose of it in the like overwhelmingly yeah. overstructured, um, like overtextured, looping, knotty, harmonically dense, and then also like I think the, the thing that marks it out for me is like phrase structure, like. The fact that Airbag doesn't have like regular full bar, like full bar phrases. The fact that Paranoid Android's like big hook is a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one. Two. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. like. Yeah, like. Oh yeah. Exactly, like seven seven beat phrases is like the hinge for the like the, the like climax of your um, neurotic, emotionally overwrought like seven and seven minute Odyssey. Is like yeah, no, this is like where Radiohead starts becoming Radiohead for me. Not in the yeah. sense that, like, they're not that on some of the best bits. Like, I love so much the bends, but the, the like, the ability to connect all of these things runs through, like, the, the like, musically overwrought and emotionally tortured bits of OK Computer. And, like, that's the first three tracks for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. God. So that's, okay, yeah. Can I pull the rug out slightly? Yeah, please. This is my least favorite Radiohead album not named Pablo Honey. Wow. God damn. Let's um, talk about this. Holy shit. <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, I got into Radiohead in 20, uh, 2007. Like that was the moment where I was like, okay, what's this cool, uh, this cool In Rainbows thing? And I played 15 Step and my mind got like blown to smithereens and got shoved in a yeah, shredder. Yeah. Like, that's how it works. I think for a lot of people, that's how it went. Um. Uh, certainly of our age and generation or whatever. Um, the thing I sort of realized was that, like, aesthetically, I don't know if OK Computer has what I'm, like, after. Because mm-hmm. those first three tracks happen, 
And then I realized that like, oh no, I've got my, I'm not going to say dose. It's not like I'm satisfied once I have that. It's that like, uh-huh. I get to something like, I don't know, Karma Police or maybe even Exit Music. And I'm like, when Radiohead are trying to tell me something, do I like go along with them? Or am I like standing in the back of the room being like, you sound yeah. very nice, but I'm like watching you <laughs> rather than like being emotionally involved. And I've realized over time that this album actively alienates me now. Um, in a way that I find very strange for such a beautiful, beautiful, wonderful record. But like, every, it's not uh, mine anymore. Yeah. Every time I go through OK Computer, like, and, and I went on a big run through of it for uh, for this because I, I wanted to do it right. Uh, like I was, I was <laughs> about uh, <laughs> just thinking about the memories making me laugh about uh, about halfway through Karma Police. I realize I'm a couple tracks out from electioneering and I think electioneering it's a track. I like, I just, I actively dislike. I don't like that. It's on this album. It feels like a cold spot. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, I just, I, I don't I like argue, it. I, I would argue it feels like a warm spot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, the turn the guitar song. What do you want? <laughs> I know, but like, yeah. it's just, it's Declan, I feel like it's a what what you have been trying to say is you really like in rainbows and origin of symmetry a lot. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Um, just you, done a double you, feature. It's you you mind the the most beautiful like you mind the most in rainbows bits out of OK Computer. Um I mean cuz again, it's all it's all in there. It's all it's all in there. Oh, it's yeah. literally all in there. Um, but yeah, it's uh, Rex, I, I, I feel like I'm getting hit with the cowbell they use on that track. I just I don't bing, like bing, it. Bing, <laughs> bing. Uh. It's so. Uh, you were saying like Paranoid Android sounds like a parody of Radiohead. That song is literally called Electioneering. Yeah, yeah. it's it's not subtle. Um, yeah, I mean, and, again, like this is also a band that produced an album that they had to strenuously deny was not about George Bush. So. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I will say I'm I'm really happy we're launching into this because we we spent like an out like an hour and a half talking about the politics of gorillas yeah. and uh yeah. and low yeah. and then we're we're only now just coming to like uh Radiohead uh hates the government. Yeah, yeah. No, One of, uh, uh, like a lot Hail to the Thief, I th- I believe uh the only album that did not have like some weird demo from OK Computer hiding in it. <laughs> It, yeah, it, it makes it uh, stick out even more, right? <laughs> it's true. It's uh, yeah, actually, Declan. You know what? Now that I think about it, I think that's what I find so weird about Hail to the Thief. There's uh, there's no uh, there's no uh, there's no overlap between um, uh, a lot of its stuff. It feels like it's come from an alternate universe. Yeah. So so just like using that as a point of comparison with like the weird indie rock one that people seem to have like let drift into the background being Help the Thief. Like, I find a track like They're There probably more emotionally involving than anything on OK Computer. Really? Which is strange for an, for a strange, for an album uh, on, uh, Regs, on OK Computer. Regs, like, yeah. would you believe that on the, that Tom's alternative uh, track list, There There is the title track to Hail to the Thief? Oh, yeah. I mean, that to some degree is unsurprising. But also, like, I do the same thing with, like, the the opening run on Hail to the Thief, which is 2 plus 2 equals 5, sit, uh, sit down, stand up, sell to the moon. Like, yep. this is a, another kind of, like, like, how do you enter into this Radiohead world yeah. and, and headspace? And, like, 
Yeah, it does it. You know, yeah, it does it in a pretty spectacular way for yeah. me. Uh, two um, plus two, like fucking awesome intro track. Yeah. Um, and again, like this, this kind of like it's a different kind of paranoia. It's a paranoia that feels a bit more honest and a bit less like screened with the the weird techno like fetishism. Like, it's not that I think that that it was inappropriate or indeed like out of step with the moment. But I just like don't connect with it nearly in the same way as I do one which is a lot more like wide-eyed and honest and like realist yeah. about it. Uh, like Radiohead, that, Radiohead's that, not very good at being angry. <laughs> that's a uh, th- that's sort of what I was trying to get out of my earlier uh, notion of a uh, uh, like okay computer. It, it feels like it's all of these emotions still uh, processed through that uh, legitimacy. Like fitter happier specifically about like somebody who has just completely sanded themselves off to be appealing to other people. And, uh, just like, okay, computer, like being about these things. That's like, Hey, wait, holy shit. I think there's something going on. And, but still through like this, uh, grungy indie rock thing, it feels like it tries to even itself out after the initial run as if say, Hey, wait, no, hold on. Are things yeah. good? Yeah. That, then, like, nope. To be a to be a statement album, to be the sort of like epochal thing, it needs to be yeah. like simultaneously like highly aesthetified but also balanced. Yeah, and that's like a really really hard thing to pull off. And like yeah. to all intents and purposes, they did. It just means that I find it less like singularly involving, singularly like yeah. No, of course. Uh, like the, I'm talking about like yeah. I'm talking about like with the revelation of the mini discs and all that. Yeah, I'm talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. like this album retroactively being mm-hmm. like a hey, is Kid A happening? <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> and and, and the, all of those emotional spaces are hiding in here in ways that are, like, yeah. not yet developed. It's not like yeah. they're undeveloped. They're, like, quite well, like, fantastically well-developed on the record. It's just that, like, they are held in tension in, in like, kind with each other rather than, like, allowed to turn on, into their own, like, distinct spaces that I can enter into at a moment. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, sometimes I really am just, it. obviously, you can be in a Kid A mood. But also, like, no, distinctly, like, uh, a fucking a moonshake pool has this kind of like I'd use the word specular like this like spectral quality about low like a very different kind of it but a moonshake pool has this like lightness to it this airiness to it this like transparency yeah. to it I, but, like I don't like I, I like drink in when I listen to that record yeah I feel like I'm wearing Raph Simmons whenever I listen to <laughs> a, a moonshaped pool yeah it's if it's not like four on the floor like techno it's like a moonshaped pool yeah, yeah. No, I, I get that I get that. But yeah, the, it, pool. that is an album. That is a good fucking album. It is. So yeah, this is what I mean when I say like, okay, computer for me feels like so pivotal at the same time as it's also like overburdened by its own, not ambitions, yeah. but it, its own yeah. like uh, mental content in a, in a way that like stops it from being quite so emotionally involving. Yeah. Even if like, it's, like uh, again, like spectacular. Yeah. Like, like you guys have discussed, my teenage dream ended. There is a point of le- like capital L legitimacy yeah. here that uh does I agree that does like hold back okay computer and it's stuff like let down like that is just like that burst of catharsis where I think the album really fucking shines. Yeah, yeah. And and it also almost makes me wonder like well, what would the what would this be like as a paired thing what would it be like if airbag paranoid android subterranean homesick alien was one half of an album and like let down no surprises was another oh, lucky was another half of an album and like yeah um the, the the like they lived in distinct worlds and i think like that probably would make it a like radiohead a less successful band because they 
they grew their mythos out of their ability to like mm. shapeshift between the No Surprises and the Paranoid Android band on the same album. Like this is who they yeah. are. That's how they like become who they are. But then also like Kid A is an album of like remarkable aesthetic internal consistency, even as their wildly swing between like media, between like purely electronic stuff and guitar led stuff. Like Yeah. That this is the this is the thing that's so remarkable about Radiohead is that like my favorite run of theirs, well, my favorite well, runs of theirs, like they've gone on so many, but like my favorite stuff of theirs is stuff that like manages to find genuine artistic and aesthetic and sometimes even political consistency and like direction out of like really disparate and really almost chaotic songwriting and song structure. And, yeah, like yeah. Kid A being written literally by phrases picked out of a hat. Yes, like proper, like full on Dada's bullshit, yeah. I just been I just been smiling on my computer screen watching two friends of action mm. just talk Radiohead. Yeah. This makes me happy. I love Radiohead. Radiohead is so fucking good. It, it's good to admit to myself again that like no Radiohead yes. really are like the rock band that I think defines uh, two decades. That's something else yeah. I wanted to bring here. I think fuck it, balls out. We all love Radiohead. Yeah, yeah. Radiohead pretty fucking good. I bet yeah. Autumn is like listening to this podcast now and is just screaming like. Yeah. Hey Autumn. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, like uh, Autumn, I, I, Autumn, I really respect how much you love Frank Ocean's Blonde, and I'm really sorry about this. <laughs> yeah. Also, yes. Uh, I mean, this is the thing. Like, again, the, the the sort of like through lines between chaotic songwriting love in Radiohead, like the ability to listen through Amnesiac and like feel the ways in which that's like a guitar album struggling to poke out the shell of an IDM like surface sheet. Yeah. And it feels so akin to. Um, the, the, like, the ways in which I love Blunt. And that's okay. Like, um, mm -hmm. it's, like I'm a King of Limbs defender in a very, very strong I was, way. I was going to... I, I didn't... I, 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 I was worried I was going to get, like, a bunch of tomatoes thrown at me for this. No. But no, no, it's no. when... when uh, It's you... you your, uh, your first album bias with King Rainbows checks out so well because In Rainbows is genuinely, like, one of the most beautiful things you, you've ever heard. I, King of Limbs is genuinely like, how many Radiohead albums are there? Like nine? One, Eight, two, nine, three, yeah, four, five, six, seven, eight. I I think King of Limbs is in like the upper half of Radiohead records for me, just because it was the one I listened to first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, plus that, uh, it's Mount, cool. Oh, plus that, a live version of Bloom. Yes, the fucking uh, the yeah. the 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 fucking uh, the Fuji Festival uh, performance of Bloom. Yes, where they turn it into this and, like insanely. It it sounds like fucking. It sounds like something off a uh, uh, off uh, fucking Holly Herndon's uh, uh, proto. Yeah, where it's it's like <laughs> this. It's this like other. It's like this alien anthemic pride song. Yeah, like it, 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 it. Again, like it's yeah. This alien shit that's throwing you forward. You're not running. You're being thrown. <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome. <sighs> yeah, no, uh, the I can I, I I would also just love to say it's Declan's Declan's initial thesis of like radio everything that is Radiohead is in OK Computer. It is, and uh, and, and, and we've and that we've like really like sprawled out. I think we've all talked about at least one of the of the Radiohead albums at one point while trying to talk about OK Computer. Yeah, it's very, um, <laughs> we've name dropped and, all of them. Yes, like, I think, absolutely have. And. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, it's not very, Pablo um, Honey. I exclude Pablo yeah. Honey because no one wants to talk about Pablo Honey. We can just yeah. not do yeah. that. Um, uh, it's a very um, closeted album, if that makes any sense. <laughs> do share. Declan I'd, love to, Declan, I'd love to hear you talk your way out of this one. 
<laughs> so, no, to be, just... to be clear, I have absolutely described various different albums as Eggy on this podcast before. So, like, please, have <laughs> no, it's, it's, I don't think that's what Douglas no, intended. It is not, but also I'm, I'm willing to let this run in whatever direction it goes. No, well, I mean, that's just it, because it's, like, it's just, it's stuff you tell yourself, and then somebody says, hey, you know you're saying that shit out loud, right? And that's what Kid A is. <laughs> Mm. It's yeah. It's I I I posted it. Oh, you said it, it was, it was a, after I watched. I it was after I watched the Matrix. Matrix we were walking up to time. go get some food because like yeah, you just needed the I, fresh air to talk about the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, it's um where we were talking about if if like the Matrix is like what is like ostensibly a trans work um uh-huh. or if it's a larger it's, question of just identity in general. And it's I, I I believe it's the latter, and trans stuff fits right into that like a perfect glove, and I totally see where the express read of that is, and I I also understand that the Wachowskis were also like unknowingly in that headspace, um, but it's I I um I I don't know if I if I meant what I said or if I was just like or if I I was like uh, participating uh in some like whataboutism. But I was like, so okay, then is Kid A is Kid A a trans thing? Is Kid A a trans album? And that that popped Declan's top off. <laughs> yeah, like it's he he literally stood still. It was like we had found the bottom half of the Rosetta Stone. <laughs> no, it's no, it's I, oh. I and now, the more I think about it, I'm like, yeah, okay. Um, okay, sell me which on this. I, sell we, me on this. We can, Okay. Uh. Well, if you want to, if okay, if here's we can do we can do like a really shitty reductive matrix head cannon raising. Yeah, one hundred percent. Uh, Kid A is about the first human clone. Um, that's what that's what Tom says. There's like I don't know some well, stuff. Well, he supported that either. theory. He's just like, oh, it's yeah, about Tom, stuff. Yeah, it's about <laughs> stuff, right? Um, it has electronics in it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the the the, the quiz uh, love electronics. Two out of it's, two are in the black. <laughs> we did it. I pulled up. We're out of the nosedive. Uh, mention just a quick thing of Kid A. Just before we, uh, I kind of want to do a prelude to the uh, the cover art watch here. Uh, I think it's really cool that for Kid Amnesia's album art, uh, the fire that was on Kid A's uh, original album art is completely gone out. Mm. Oh, Check hang it out on, on the band camp. It's a completely black sky and there's no more fire. Check it out. Oh. It's cool. Oh, yeah. Look. Yeah, it is. I'm going to. Oh. Mm. Mm. Wow. I kind of love that. There's a lot of fire motif in these re-releases. Yes. Uh, okay, fi- not okay. Literally having like burned through to the liner the, notes. Burned the corners, yeah. God, I'm sorry. I'm just looking at fucking Radiohead on Bandcamp, and I'm laughing. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> it's I'm so looking, awesome. I'm looking at kidder-manesia.com and scrolling through all yeah. the options for buying their merch and just feelings. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Did I so again with the the standard like reading the Matrix and indeed probably any Radiohead project is just like sublimated trans story exclusively is like one of the like. I don't, for me personally, like the least interesting ways to digest them as a project because yes. they're about yes. way much more and way less simultaneously. Yes. Um, but yeah, um, no, like the, the the sense though that like all of our own technological anxiety has been mediated through this one fucking rock band. 
That is yeah. the more surprising thing to me, that rather than like yes. viewing, like reading internet anxiety era shit into Radiohead, it's reading Radiohead into literally everything we fucking do on the internet. Um, yeah. yep. It's like my framing for what like artistic value is and surprise and like complexity and nuances. It's been entirely informed by like thinking Kid A was the best album of the, 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 the fucking century. Like that's just yeah. the matter of fact. Um, so yeah, like I'm sorry for being the way I am, and I will never stop changing. Well, I've, I will never yeah, fucking change. Um, you'll never change, yeah. but you will also never stop changing. And, it's, I, I, oh, I, I like that as well. That's dialectics, maybe. I don't know. Um, it just goes round and round. But yeah, like God, if we do, we want to like tether this back to the OK Computer as an actual record before we like bounce on it, or is there is there more to, uh, to mine out of this one? I feel like uh, uh, just doing a cover art watch is enough to talk about the album as an actual album. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Stanley Donwood, baby! <laughs> Woohoo! Um, it's, as, a, as a graphics designer myself, I hate uh, all graphic design. And I, th- I, think every, I think every single thing should look like Stanley Donwood stuff. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, this record especially, it's... Um, it's like from a bunch of interviews, like Stanley just says like, yeah, it's like, we got a fuck, we got a Mac in the studio. So we just started fucking around with that. Um, it would, that, that makes me so happy. Like it's like, it's, they, it's, they, they, they pull from like scans of like road signs, like newspaper stuff, satellite imagery. There was a lot of vehicle imagery in this album, I think. Yes. Uh, airbag. It's like literally like airbag, the tourist, hey man, slow down. Yeah. Which is, um, uh, God, the, the story of the tourist is so awesome. I just saw some tourists running and they were like, Hey man, slow down. I'm not joking. I'm not fucking with you. That's yeah. No, that's you, it. No, that's Tom York. Yeah. Yeah. What if I mean, ta- Tom York, like Tom York be like flimsy Steve. Or it's <laughs> what? No, what, no, but, but that, no, he, that, then he, Steve, <laughs> No, I'm just imagining him then sitting across at a cafe and then like leaning slightly too close and like invading someone's personal space and like, no, really, tell me about the clock tower. No, I really need to know about the fucking clock tower. <laughs> Mr. Flimsy Steve. Like, no. What did they say about time in the clock tower? Tell me, Flimsy Steve. Um, yeah. And just like Ballard is a is a touchstone for the like the visual and imagery and lyrical imagery. It's just huge for me. Like, um, the, the like very, very British attitude towards dystopia. The like highly bureaucratic, yes. highly mundane, like anesthetized almost, rather than disaster looking like inclement Regs, fire. I, yeah, Regs, I feel like uh, lots of I feel like lots of British uh, like people like use like it's like oh boy, get ready for the roundup or something. Oh, like oh, it's weird it's, uh, <laughs> because there's one level like that. Burn the witch comes to mind. The, the video for Burn the witch yeah. comes to mind because yep. there's the, like an intense fear of like very parochial anxiety. The like I was gonna say, it's like they 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 got fucking like postman Pat doing the wicker man exactly. Up there. Like that's yeah. that's fucked up. The flip side of that though is a quite stern anti-communism. Is that's the way I read it? Is the like oh is the the nightmare is the bureaucracies. The the like pig anesthetized in a cage on antibiotics. Mm-hmm. Like it's the it's the drip feed of like misinformation and like that comes from the like incredibly 90s like anti-authoritarianism that just reads very very poorly now like where the soviet union exploded and everybody in britain and britain in america went insane from losing (laughs) a common enemy exactly like not me though yeah i didn't freak out the x game started (laughs) in the 90s nobody was in their right mind (laughs) 
Uh, uh, yeah, no, like, this is, like, this is the Naomi Klein, like, uh, G20 era of, like, protest politics. This is the, the like, and, well, at the same time, like, this is before war on terror stuff. So it almost reads as, like, anticipatory, but in this, this strange, like, slightly, like, punch-drunk way. It's, like, I, I find it very, very strange to try and politically situate this album because it's, like, <laughs> at once across this, like, broad anti-capitalist environmentalist anti-state politics but also one that is like so heavily aesthetified in ways that reads so much like a like a kind of insipid anti-communism and an anti-authoritarianism that just like don't click anymore and it means mm-hmm. that the sort of shift towards like alienationism more specifically like both internal and like political force which i read into yeah. kid a and i also read into hell to the thief yeah. It's like yes. so much more compelling to me. Um, again, mm. all the, the, the sort of like conglomerations of reasons that like probably just because of like time and era, those albums make sense to me. They read more intelligibly to me yeah. than Kid A does, as than OK Computer does now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, right. like I said, Ballard being the big touchstone, like I don't know if he, what, cra- uh, High Rise and Crash being the like two bits of like Ballard media that are like most close to my heart. Both like British, well, uh, the, the the Cronenberg film of Crash is the one that sticks in my mind most particularly because that's mm-hmm. shifted over to I think Toronto I think but yeah like the like alienation through like uh, the the like fucked up ways that capitalism messes with your sexuality and and like technologically mediates it is like a a very fucking cool way of processing it. It's just that, like, mm-hmm. all the libidinal stuff is just, like, obliterated from Radiohead. Like, Radiohead yeah. have never said fuck in their lives. Like, yeah. the... the the Declan said it's radio... Okay, computers about a guy that can't order hot sauce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, like, I feel like that is kind of what okay, computers is about. It's, like, trying to express what you're saying in this world that just doesn't let you get to the bottom of it. Yeah, and in, in that sense, like, it being, like utterly utterly uptight utterly like like devoid sorry fuck it's 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 12 30 a.m the pattern recognition of my brain is the only neuron firing now oh my god <laughs> but yeah no th- this is the thing just like the, the bureaucratizing emotion bureaucratizing sexuality yep. bureaucratizing they're happier stuff. dude yeah like that's the that's the the like thing that that's the touchstone yeah, um, it's, it, it, it's it's all there, dude. Yeah, it's, it's the real it's, thing. It's the real fucking thing. It's like I said, like it reads as authentic and very of its time, and I believe it. It's just I don't think that anymore. I yeah. don't live yeah. in that world anymore. In yeah. which case, like so much other of Radiohead stuff, like speaks to me in a way that really makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Which is not to discount like every every like teenager in their bedroom who was a teenager in nineteen ninety seven. Being like, oh my god, this describes me so perfectly. Mm-hmm. It's just we've fucking got Sophie now. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> talk to him. Uh, yeah. Oh man. Uh, I feel like I feel like that's a great way to end. Yeah, this. I'm, yeah. I'm be tapping out there. Um, we've got Sophie oh, now. That's great. Ah, <sighs> <sighs> I do miss her though. Fuck. <laughs> every every time, but yeah. Yep. Mm. Sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to like bring us fully down no, here. No, 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 not at all. Uh, um, Boo, do you have any idea what you want to do next time? Or should we just park that and leave it? 
I feel like it would be funny if we it's <laughs> we could just cut all of this out. Yeah, yeah but course, uh, course. I feel I feel like it'd be funny if I said regs for my episode. I'm doing. Yeah, that's that's my pick. Yeah. And then you go like, wow, wow. Yeah. And then like, but like later I go like, um, it's you dub it uh, in with something. Yeah, it's I entirely, it's, on, entirely um, different voice, close mic'd in like with a me. bunch of what bunch of like low bit rate distortion on it. Yeah, I, I get Declan to come in and say floral shop, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> all right. No, um, so um, this is definitely being recorded the exact same night as we recorded uh, this episode with Declan, and we weren't uh, completely tuckered out or had to start our day. And it's, again, it's definitely not a week and a half after we finished recording. I would like to organically submit recording musicians Nicholas Jar and Dave Harrington's Daft Punk remix album, Random Access Memories, Memories. <laughs> um, and, and, and yeah, oh, what a, what a wonderful pick. And I'm doing... I'm Whole by Aya. I'm Whole by Aya. Oh, whoa. Uh, that guy said some really crazy shit, Rex. I don't think you should. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sticking uh, with it. I think there's stuff to work through. We can bring it up in conversation. That'd be great. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Ah, damn. I, I actually don't know what I'm going to pick. Yeah. No, um, we'll, we'll talk about this. We'll figure it out. Well, we can take like a week and a half off. Exactly. You should exactly. do Fuck King it. of Limbs. <laughs> um, that, yeah. I'm not... I, I'm not. Bro- I, I would love to talk. It's. I would love to talk about uh, Tom York's like atrocious boiler room set. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I double dog dare you to do a Radiohead album every day until you're done. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> we have to get all of them out before autumn comes back. <laughs> no, we drown. We fucking look what drown. I did to your baby, Autumn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, no! Don't do that. You, you can find me. Um, anywhere where there is an at and anywhere where you can put Buchanan at the end of that. Um, I also make music at Buchanan.bandcamp.com and I have shirts and merch and prints and stuff at Buchanan.teespring.com. Regs, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Regression with three S's. Don't forget the third S. Um, Absolutely not. On Twitter.com and all the links to the stuff I do are all there. Yeah. Declan, where in God's name can people find you on the internet? Uh, there's a porch. <laughs> no, uh, up until New Year's, you can find me on Twitter at uh, at the Jetta Liker. Oh, is this and is this going to be is this going to be shifting sometime soon? Huh? No. Yeah, I'm just I'm hopping off Twitter. Just fuck Twitter. Yeah, it's Deck De- 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 made the call like last year. That's like you have 365 days of Declan tweets left. Yeah. Yo. I like my short form. I want to make. I want to do a bigger story. Yo. Yeah. Congrats, man. Big news. It's uh. We listened. It's. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like literally like eleven month old news, but it's still big. No, that I. This is shit I missed. So this is this is news to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, I used to pray for days like these. <laughs> yeah, but like, I, I, you guys got me on Discord, and I'll still be on Discord. Indeed. 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 And I could just, I could literally walk like seven steps over and be like, hey, dickhead, and ask for wisdom. That is to say, if you can find me. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, uh, For everyone here at Export Audio, this is Buchanan, Regs, and Declan signing off. I'm very unsure. (laughs) And Declan? 
Uh, Cheers, everybody. Have a good night. Yeah. Take it easy. Safe travels.